0: This is Karen.
1: And this is Kevin. And, and this, this is, is Right, right from, from Us.
0: Okay, are you ready to hit something a little bit harder this week? Yes. Let's talk politics. Everybody brace yourselves. Oh, great. <laughs> this is like a trigger for a lot of people, and it's, you know, okay, first of all, before we get started, I have mixed feelings on this whole topic. Um,
1: well, you know, you're not supposed to talk about religion or politics, the most two important things there there are.
0: Well, and, and why do you think that saying has, is in existence? Because people don't want to tackle the hard stuff. They just want to be told what to think and what to do. And and, and hence, that's the well, reason that, that our country is in the shape it's in today. Yeah,
1: and plus everybody's just got their own opinions, strong opinions. Or a lot of people have their strong opinions about those things.
0: You know, I have mixed feelings on this whole thing because on one hand, you should read... And be aware of what's going on in your country. Because, again, that's one reason why we are in the state that we're in. Because people don't take the time to find out the full context, by the way, which we'll get into that, behind something before just blowing up. But on the other hand, if you know too much about it, it's just depressing. And it just pulls you down. And it's like... I gotta, I gotta distance myself. So we have to find a balance of being informed, but don't be a news junkie, because it's just, it's just exhausting, right?
1: Yeah, I, I think most people are in the category where they just don't pay attention whatsoever. Just
0: well, because it's they, easier, you know,
1: just assume everything's going fine with right. the politicians, right. and They're all working in your best interest, which, right?
0: That's exactly what yeah. I was gonna say. Which that is at not at all, right? The the case They're
1: more than likely working against you.
0: So I know that when I... Trying to
1: spend your money and raise your taxes, yeah, essentially. Yeah,
0: exactly. So I know that when I first broached this subject with you, you kind of rolled your eyes like, good grief, everybody's been talking about this. Do we have to talk about it as well? But yes, I think we do, because I would like to express my opinions on what is happening right now with this crazy tweet that Donald Trump sent out. Now, first of all, before we get into that tr- that tweet, I have mixed feelings about President Trump he it's refreshing to have a president get up there and say what's on his mind and to be quite frank he is saying a lot of what we're all thinking and he's got the balls to do it that's refreshing however (laughs) I wish he would stop being so crass if he could be a little bit more diplomatic about it I think it might be perceived a little better you know what I mean don't you agree?
1: You know, that's just him. That's that's how he gets a, his you know, that's how he gets people's attention. I know. You know, he's from New York. That's how people in New York are. They just are a lot of times very opinionated, loud,
0: and outspoken. Outspoken? Yeah, and no offense to our New York listeners out there. We love you. You guys are great. But it is definitely a different culture out there and people definitely will tell you what's on their mind. And again, it's refreshing to be honest with you. I mean, Than having someone pussyfoot around an issue and never really say, because they're so afraid of offending anybody.
1: Right. They're so afraid of what's going to be in the press and what the media is going to think. Who cares what the media thinks? Because finally we have a president that says what he thinks and doesn't care.
0: And you listen back to some of these people and it's like, if you really break it down, they've said nothing. They've absolutely said nothing or they've skirted around the entire issue and never really answered the question. That just drives me crazy. Anyway, so let's go to the tweet that caused such an uproar this past week. It's gotten everybody just up in arms about it. So this we're going to read this tweet in its entirety because it's important to look at the entire context of something. You don't just take portions of something out and get offended or worked up about it. You look at the context. What is he saying in the context? So this is Donald Trump's tweet. So interesting to see, quote unquote, progressive Democrat Congresswomen who originally came from countries whose governments are a complete and total catastrophe, the worst, most corrupt and inept anywhere in the world, if they even have a functioning government at all, now loudly and viciously telling the people of the United States, the greatest and most powerful nation on earth, how our government is to be run. Why don't they go back and help fix the totally broken and crime-infested places from which they came? Then come back and show us how it's done. These places need your help badly. You can't leave fast enough. I'm sure that Nancy Pelosi would be very happy to quickly work out free travel arrangements. Okay, now, what part did they pick out of that? And everybody is up in arms about. Why don't, well, why don't go, they go back?
1: Go back, yeah. Go back. To so, the-
0: <laughs> this kills me. Because when I first heard this, I'm like, okay, what's the context of that tidbit that they're feeding us? And sure enough, reading that entire tweet, that is not at all what he's saying. He's saying that you all think you know better, you know how this country should be run because the countries that you've originated from, your families have come from, are obviously superior to the United States, in your opinion. So, if that is your opinion, then go back, fix those countries, or find out what those countries are doing right, then come back, which by the way, no one, no one is, saying anything about that part of the tweet when he says come back and tell us how it's done that drives me insane that they just again and this is with every aspect of your life politics religion just in everyday conversations people zone in on something that somebody somebody says and takes it completely out of context and get so worked up over it when that's not what that person was saying at all and what's so crazy about this is everybody is buying it hook, line, and sinker. That's the part that really alarms me the most, that people don't have the presence of mind to stop, tamp down on that emotion that you feel bubbling to the surface, and find out what is the context behind what they're saying.
1: Well, you know, just about every news story is like that. They, they just take everything out of context and don't, give you the complete story you know i see headlines every day and it's like wait that can't be right there's no way and then if once you go and read the entire story it's like okay they left out this part
0: but that goes back to what we were saying at the very beginning of this podcast where people are just so willing because it's easier just to be spoon-fed this crap than to take the time to find out exactly what's behind it and that's why our country is in such the shape that it's in. Because everybody's like, "Oh, what? That's terrible. But then they don't take the time to find out exactly what was said. It just, it just boggles my mind that they were just all in such, such outrage over a small portion of his tweet. And then to top it off, All these commentators and all these opinions that are being thrown out there and all this outrage, why is no one outraged over the language that these women, these, these women, congresswomen, I use that term loosely because they obviously don't have the United States in their best interest. Why isn't anybody calling them out on the hateful speech that they have against the United States? That's what I think is the bigger issue here. Right,
1: talking about the uh, concentration camps down on the border, and you know, supposedly, and uh, the uh the immigrants drinking out of their toilets, and uh, you know, wanting to get rid of ice and homeland security and everything else like that. You know,
0: I mean, President Trump simply commented on the fact that they are anti-American it's obvious in their speech and what they say <clears throat> that they are anti-American. And that makes him angry because he is not anti-American. He's all about America. So he's saying, if you are so against America, why are you here? And we say that about anybody that says anything like that. I mean, I've said that to people before. You don't like it, then go, leave. How many of these progressives have you know, um, threatened to leave if Donald Trump became president? Have they left? You're free to leave if you don't like it here and you think it's better someplace else, then leave. I, I don't understand why everybody's so upset. Yeah, what are about they that?
1: even still doing here? They they should have left a long time ago. Right? I mean, they said they were going to leave when George Bush became president. So let's let's see.
0: Well, I mean, why are they still here? Let's think about this on a smaller scale. I mean, if I'm unhappy in my job. And I hate it. I hate every aspect of it. I have never had anything good to say about my job or the people that I work with. I have the option of getting another job. I can leave if I'm that unhappy. And that is exactly what President Trump is saying about these women. They have nothing but hateful things to say about America. So guess what? Here's something that you can consider. Leave. You don't even have to go back to the countries that you originated from. Leave. Leave. If you don't like it here, you don't like what we stand for and our rules, then get the F out. You know, I'm sorry, but that just irritates me. The whole, the whole premise behind this conversation. <clears throat> so I was, um, um, I don't know if I'm. If you can call it a mistake or what, but I started reading a little bit more about the tweets and people's opinions about it and everything. And I came across an article on the Daily Wire, which, by the way, I'm a little obsessed with. Have you been to the Daily Wire? I've never been there before. It's called Daily Wire, it's not the Daily Wire. I have not
1: ever even been there before. Oh, my goodness.
0: They have the best people on there, and they have just the commentaries are just so well thought out and logical, and just they're very good. So I saw an article by. David Limbaugh on Daily Wire. Uh, Mr. Limbaugh is Rush Limbaugh's brother. And I'm just going to read you some excerpts from his, his article about this tweet because it's so good. All right. This is by David Limbaugh. In one sense, the common quad squad here, herein known the as CQS. Commie, commie. commie. Sorry. Commie quad squad has done us all a favor by flushing out the extremism of the Democratic Party for conspicuous public display. House leader Nancy Pelosi is quaking in her boots, realizing that it's getting increasingly difficult to hide her party's radicalism from American voters, many of whom still cling to the fantasy that the Democratic Party is predominantly pro-American. I think we can all safely assume that that is no longer the case. Going back to the article. But the women of the CQS don't care. They are so adamantly against the America that you and I grew up to love, that they will not contain their animus, and they are arrogant enough to believe that a majority of Americans shares their antipathy. With the election of Donald Trump, we could safely say that America's silent majority had awoken from its slumber, mad as hell, and not willing to take it anymore. They didn't pick this fight, but now understand that those attacking everything they believe in are relentless and implacable. Thanks to the CQS, the silent majority has further strengthened its resolve. Many have assumed that despite President Trump's remarkable record on policy, he has lost some of his goodwill with the voters because of his manners and tweets and the rest. That may have been true at the margins, but he has regained whatever ground he lost and more from this dust-up from the CQS. Its members are poster children for the malcontent left and have placed in stark relief the contrast between the Democrats and the Republicans' respective visions for America. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Leftists don't fight fair, and the unfair foursome, or I mean the CQS, is demonstrating that in spades, as are so many Democratic Party leaders. They cannot debate any issues on the merits anymore. All they can do is smear their opponents, us, with false charges of bigotry. These radicals apparently believe their destructive ideas are so self-evidently superior that they can safely imply that if you oppose them, you are racist. That's what they have reduced themselves to. It's sickening, outrageous, and sure to keep the American people mad as hell and unwilling to take it anymore. There is no downside in bringing this fight to a head now because if a, if a majority of Americans really believe that America-loving Trump supporters, conservatives, and Republicans are irredeemable racist, bigots, sexist, and homophobes, we are in grave trouble anyway. I'm betting that's not the case, and as long as the CQS keeps flapping its race-beating jaws, we are going to have a referendum on this question in 2020. So, let the CQS continue name-calling and exposing itself to the American people.
1: That is true. They've even called Nancy Pelosi a racist. Right. You know? I mean it's just it's really getting old every everybody that's against them they just automatically they're they're racist uh, you know that's that's why they're against them they're racist right you know
0: and that article was by De- uh David Limbaugh for the Daily Wire but um I mean but he perfectly summarizes what is happening right now in this country And it's it's sad indeed that this commie squad squad say that fast three times
1: commie um, quad squad um,
0: is um sure <laughs> prove me wrong <laughs> is uh fight is there's so much infighting within the party that Nancy Pelosi and them don't even get along because they're so radical that even Nancy Pelosi who I cannot believe is still being elected to that position when this woman anyway they don't even get along because they're just so far left it's just it's it's amazing it is absolutely Amazing to me that we have gotten to this point in America, but I really think I'm hopeful because I feel like a lot of people are starting to wake up and understand and see the party for what it is, at least part of it. Now, not all of them, not all Democrats are like this. I'm talking the extreme left people that have just, they can't even look at a make America great again hat without losing it because, oh my gosh, they're so scared. What The extremists
1: have taken over the Democratic Party, you know. And the news media is just right along with them. You know, they just will not expose how radical they are. You right. know, with these Antifa so-called protesters, you know, burning down ice facilities in wherever that was, Oregon or someplace. You know, there, there was nothing, there's hardly even a mention of it in the news. And it's always protesters. That's not protesting. When you're burning something down, that's rioting.
0: Right. It's, right.
1: That's criminal. You know, when you're blowing things up and burning things down, that's a crime. You it's not just right. protesting. Right.
0: You have a right to peaceful protesting. What these people are doing is not peaceful. They're being violent. They're just looking for an excuse to act like animals, to be honest. And they are definitely acting like animals. Um, President Trump went on to kind of comment about all the uproar of his original tweet. He says in his another, another tweet, I, I find him so amusing because, I don't know, some of the things that he says. Are you on Twitter. Uh, yeah, I'm on Twitter I'm not, I, I, don't I mean Twitter. I don't go on Twitter, I don't Twitter, Twitter. very Twitter. often just I don't because tweet I feel I'm like tweet. Well, I mean it's just I don't know. I have mixed feelings about Twitter but here's what Donald Trump said about
1: You actually get tw- tweets on your phone?
0: Oh no, no, I don't care enough to do that. So
1: you've just enrolled in Twitter. You,
0: yeah yeah, I have an account and I go on do, there sometimes. Do you and look. get
1: uh, like notifications on email or something or
0: no, I mean you can, but I've got it set up where I don't because I don't care do you ever to tweet. Get, Sometimes, yeah, I
1: have yeah. To subscribe to your tweets. <laughs>
0: <laughs> anyway, here's what here's what President Trump said about uh, his original tweet that's caused so much grief among people. The Democrat Congresswomen have been spewing some of the most vile, hateful, and disgusting things ever said by a politician in the House or Senate, and yet they are and yet they get a free pass and a big embrace from the Democratic Party. Horrible anti-Israel anti-USA, pro-terrorist, and public shouting of the F-word, among many other terrible things, and the petrified Dems run for the hills. Why isn't the House voting to rebuke the filthy and hate-laced things they have said? Because they are the radical left, and the Democrats are afraid to take them on. Sad. And that's exactly my point of this whole debate, I use that term loosely, Outrage over his original tweet that just a portion of got taken out of and and blown completely out of context, and yet none of us are looking to the to these four women, who spew this nonsense, this hatred. Well, it sort of goes Why back. Why are we not talking about? that? It goes that? back
1: to the news media. They're all afraid of being. I mean, these these women are like the news media darlings. I mean, they're all over the place, you know, and they and they get softball questions. They don't they don't get asked difficult questions they just are held up as you know something great and if anybody challenges them that they're, they're tore down in the media you know so they're so people are afraid to you know speak
0: I think people the majority of people are afraid to speak up because I mean you know don't come for us don't burn my house down just simply because I have an opinion but as far as the media I would almost disagree with you there I don't know that they're afraid I think that's their agenda that they are pushing that same agenda because they want the control. They want to be able to be in a position where they can spoon feed people whatever they want to and it's believed and acted upon without any repercussions. I kind of feel like that's the media's goal. So they, they're they naturally pushing this agenda because they have the same agenda. You know what I mean? They're looking at the mm-hmm. bigger picture. I could be wrong. I could be totally wrong. But I mean, why else are they pushing this this asinine, insane rhetoric i mean it's just it's crazy
1: well here here was uh, nancy pelosi's <clears throat> response to president trump's tweet when donald trump tells four american con- congressmen to go back to the countries he re- reaffirms his plan to make america great again has always been about making america white again now, how, how See, does that come in there i
0: what does that have anything at all to do with his original tweet
1: and then aoc's comment was mr president the country i come from and the country all we all swear to is the united states but given how you've destroyed our border with inhumane camps all at the benefit all at a benefit to you and the core who profit off of them you are absolutely right when the corruption laid at your feet about the corruption laid at your feet there she goes with the camps, the, the labor camps and the concentration camps at the border.
0: It just baffles me some of the things that they zero in on and focus on. It's not at all, A, it's not at all what the person originally said, and B, it's all geared toward an agenda. They're so focused on making people that think logically and not with their emotions look bad. Did you hear that sound clip About CNN interviewing the Republican uh, women down in Texas.
1: Yeah, I saw that.
0: (laughs) I mean, you couldn't get a word in edgewise with that reporter. She was so focused on making somebody in that group agree that Donald Trump tweeted something racist.
1: And even read the definition of racism out of of the dictionary, you know.
0: And was too dense to realize that what she read was exactly what she was doing. Yeah, that she's just it's it's sickening to me how so focused they are in trying to get people to admit something that doesn't exist all because they want to push an agenda. It is absolutely mind boggling to me that that happens. And people are not like, I mean, these women did such a good job. They're like, what does that have to do with anything that we're talking about right now? You keep bringing that up. We've we we left that. Did you actually watch that?
1: Did you actually watch it? I didn't. I just saw a little No, I watched it. it.
0: Yeah, it was... They did a great job of calling that reporter out. And it was just like... She was just like a robot just on repeat. Just kept going, and you don't think this is racist. You don't think this is racist. Can you get off of that? That's not what we're talking about now. We've already answered your question. No, we do not think it's racist. And she was shocked that they actually point blank told her, no, we do not think it's racist. I mean, everything is
1: considered racist these days, I mean, just disagreeing with somebody of color is considered racist. Exactly. That's not... That's no, not.
0: that's not. It's called disagreeing. Yeah. Just because we don't have, we don't agree on the same things does not, you cannot label me somebody. I have a right to my opinion, just as you have a right to your opinion, and I will, re- if I disagree with you, then I disagree with you. That doesn't make me racist, homophobic, or any, any other labels you want to throw at me. It's just, oh, it kills me. This whole thing just gets my blood boiling. And I guess that's one reason why you shouldn't discuss politics with people because (laughs) it's just I think people get worked up because it's so frustrating because neither side is really listening to the other. We're so focused on making them hear what we have to say that we're not listening to what they have to say. You know what I mean? The conversation is just and it goes nowhere. Then we leave all pissed off at each other. I don't know if that's ever going to change. I don't think it will. No.
1: That's just the nature of it.
0: Right. So anyway, and then there was something else I saw um, on Twitter today as well. There was a tweet from a Georgia lawmaker, Erica Thomas. Uh, She was very upset because she went to the supermarket with her daughter. And she had a cart full of stuff and was checking out at the 20 items or less line. Well, a white man got irritated with her and told her, According to her, he told her she needed to go back where she came from. Now, Ms. Thomas is a black woman. Uh, so she automatically assumed that he's saying that she needs to go back to, you know, a predominantly black nation. And so she gets all upset about this. Now, there's two things I want to say about this. One, this whole racist tweet that everybody thinks Donald Trump, Trump tweeted, this is what starts these things right here. This is what prompts people to say things like this. And that's not at all what it's about, but people take it to be that. And then that's what there is even more discord and more disharmony and, and, you know, um, arguments between people. Because this guy thinks, okay, well, this is, it's all about racism right now. So I guess it's okay for me to say that. No, that's not, that's why we shouldn't be taking things out of context and making something out of nothing. Because then it spawns, it just trickles down into people's attitudes and and where they the way they treat other people and B come to find out that is not what the man said because he comes back and he says no that's not what I said I told you to get back to go back into another line because you were in a line that had 20 items or less and she miss Thomas admits it and says well he didn't actually say that but it was implied
1: go Go back to where you came from, the other line.
0: Yes, <laughs> that's exactly You know, I have it. this question,
1: and, and just a comment is, wh- why are tweets news? I mean, who cares? I guess I understand why a tweet from the president might be news, but who cares about tweets? You know, they well, seem like you always hear things in the news that are tweets or something said on Facebook or something posted on Facebook. It's like why is that news why is that even no, news no, no, no.
0: you're missing the point because the tweet the twitter the twitter <laughs> Listen to me. I'm, I'm back from the old old school the twitter twitter and facebook are simply platforms for people to express their opinions and more and more people are being heard or read in this case because of platforms like twitter and facebook and that's what that's what gets people all up in arms is that they've they've dared to comment on something and now everybody can see that comment it's kind of like if if we had a family get together and we're sitting around talking about this stuff and i've said something and then everybody's like oh i can't believe she said that blah blah blah. it's twitter is like a big huge conversation but i mean 10 years ago conversation
1: 10 years ago before twitter even existed you know the whole country wouldn't get up in arms about something someone said Normally, well, because
0: they didn't know it was said because there was no platform. I I think
1: we need to go back to those days when there nobody knew what (laughs) nobody knows what you're saying.
0: Well, again, I have mixed feelings about it, because on one hand, you're you're saying something that somebody inevitably takes out of context and makes it into this big, huge, ridiculous mountain. But at least they're saying it. At least they're voicing their opinion. There's a platform for people to be heard that otherwise would never be here might be heard. You know, so I have mixed feelings on it. I don't mind people saying something on Twitter and there are a lot of people that I disagree with, but I'm looking at the entire context. I'm not taking bits and pieces out of what they said and going absolutely crazy about it. That's always been my point, especially, you know, in like with religion and stuff, too. In the Bible, you go to and you hear ministers preach and they're just preaching on a portion of of the verse out of context completely out of of context and it gets people all up in arms when that's not what it meant the written word is so important that you take it within the context that it's provided you know so Anyway, I'll I'll get off that subject, but man, this this whole thing just irritates me so much because it's just, it's all outrage over a portion of what he said, and what he said doesn't even mean what they're all outraged about. That just. Well, in some
1: ways, it's very, it's brilliant what he's doing because he's bringing attention to these radicals. And, um, pointing out that that's the way the democratic party is going is, you know, the way of these radicals, you know, social, socialism and anti-American, um, uh, that, that's the way, I mean, look at all the candidates out there that are s- socialists and look at all the candidates, every single candidate, uh, r- raised their hand when they said that they would provide yep. health care right. to illegal aliens. It's like. Americans don't even have healthcare these days.
0: Well, but then they went back and they retracted. Yeah. That as well because they realized how unrealistic. Right. It it was to think that. Um let me leave you on one final note here before we we call this quits. <laughs> Again, President Trump retweeted this, which basically means if you read somebody something that somebody read or wrote and you really like it, you can retweet it, re-tweet it on your timeline. And this is what he did this is from louisiana senator john kennedy in america if you hate our country you are free to leave the simple fact of the matter is the four congresswomen think that america is wicked in its origins they think that america is even more wicked now that we are all racist and evil they're entitled to their opinions they're americans now i'm entitled to my opinion and i just think they're left-wing cranks they're the reason left-wing what cranks cranks They're the reason there are directions on a shampoo bottle, and we should ignore them. (laughs) The squad has moved the Democratic Party substantially left, and they are destroying the Democrat Party. I'm appalled that so many of our presidential candidates are falling all over themselves to try to agree with the four horsewomen of the apocalypse. I'm entitled to say that they're whack jobs. (laughs)
1: <laughs> and yeah, that was that. Louisiana Senator John Kennedy.
0: I saw that. So <laughs> Again, I feel like it, perp- it just it perfectly sums up what is happening in our country right now. So, I'm getting the I'm getting the point over here from Kevin that we've we're at 30 minutes, we probably should. Man, that was a fast 30 minutes. I apologize if I'm kind of passionate about this, but I'm passionate because I'm frustrated.
1: When are you going to run for con- Congress? <laughs>
0: I just wish there was some media out there.
1: I mean AOC went from a being a bartender to a congressman. Can yeah, you a congresswoman? Yeah. Can you I, believe that?
0: I just wish there was some media out there that had the balls to actually point this stuff out and call their their media peers out on this stuff and say, Wait a minute, whoa, you're taking that out of context. Why are we throwing a big fit out over this when that's not at all what he meant? He's not racist. <gasps> He's just simply saying, as we all do to everyone. If you're so
1: smart, go back and come back and right. fix it.
0: You're so unhappy, then go elsewhere. That's what he was trying to say.
1: Well, and then come back and fix it. Right. You know, if, right. you, if you, You're you so clearly smart. have
0: better ideas, and you know what? Maybe some of your ideas would be great. So let's do that. Let's talk about that instead of just pointing fingers at each other and yelling racist till we're blue in the face. That that solves nothing. All right. All right. Well, thanks once again for listening to us go off on this. <laughs> and by us, I mean me. <laughs> I don't know. I don't sense that you're that you get as upset over this as I do. But.
1: <laughs> well, I I usually just keep my most of my thoughts to myself. So yeah, that's probably the.
0: Well, unfortunately, maybe I I should do that more often, but.
1: Anyway, thank you for listening.
0: Thank you so much for listening. Have a great week.
1: Please subscribe to our podcast.
0: And we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.